You are now listening to Bloodbot the Podcast with your host, Francis Marshall. Thank you so much for tuning in with us on today. And listen, I believe I do have the show for you on today. You click the button and I got just what you need. I have a guest on today that's guaranteed to be, listen, she's going to be straight up with you. She's going to be real. This is going to be an awesome interview. This guest today is 26 years old. I can say that I'm qualified to say I know this person's personality. I know the character. I know all about my guest on today. And it is none other than Tony Chanel in the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's with me on today. Who is Tony Chanel? Why are you so hype about Tony Chanel? Listen, I'm hyped because that's my baby girl. That's my daughter. Yeah, she's in the house and we're going to have a discussion for you on today. Today, we're going to talk about turning it around. And before we get into talking about turning it around, I'm going to let Tony, I'm going to bring her up and let her just give you a brief description of herself. Come on, Tony. Hello, everybody. My name is Tony Chanel. What up? And like she said, I am her youngest baby girl. Um, I do have a clothing line. It's pretty much a brand that I have just started. I'm very excited about it. It is called Pretty Moms. Um, You can follow Pretty Moms on Facebook. I have a business page and it's just Pretty Moms. You can also follow me, Tony Chanel, on Instagram, Facebook. That's my at name everywhere. Um, And I am also a dance choreographer. I am honored to be a coach at a middle school that I actually used to attend. So that's pretty much very exciting as well. Um, dance is my passion. Um, and I am Girl, a mother. you're just doing it all. You're just doing it all out <laughs> in these streets. You're doing it all. I'm doing it all. Um, I'm also a mother, and I have a daughter. Her name is True. She's one year old. I also yes. have another one on the way. I'm that's sitting here pregnant, and I am due in March. So that's me, Tony Chanel. Well, listen, like I said, you just doing it all out here. You just doing it all. And we're going to talk about today. We're going to incorporate that into our discussion today. And remember, I said, listening audience, I said, we're going to talk about turning it around. And so we know that we have young people that we're dealing with on today. And some of the mothers out there are still dealing with their young children. What I mean by young, I'm talking about the young teenagers and the young adults. Because, you know, you think you're grown just because you've reached the age of 18, but you're still living in the house with mama. Uh-huh. And until you get out and get your own, nah, baby, you still got some rules and guidelines. But listen, Tony. Let's talk about turning it around. When we just reflect back over uh, your teenage years and there were some things that you can look back and say that you know that that was a mistake, you know, but you've turned things around, girl. You got so much going. I tell you, girl, I am so proud to be your mother. I am so proud of you. You doing it. You doing the thing, girl. You doing it. And I am so proud of you. But when you look back over your life and as a teenager, what's one of the things that you feel like some of the teens need to know and that they can relate to today? Because being a coach, I'm still I I know you still see some of that stuff even today and that you had to turn, turn it around. Talk to us. Okay, so um, just a few mistakes I made as a teenager, just wanting to rebel against everything my mother said. Knowing that what she's telling me is right, I want to do the absolute opposite of what she's telling me. Um, I know a lot of kids face 
a lot of teenagers face that problem right now, and that was a big problem for me. Um, basically, I wanted to do what she said don't do because she said don't do it. So I want to see what's the thrill inside of this. I see things on Instagram. People are doing it. You're telling me not to do it, but everybody on Instagram is doing it. So I want to do it. I want to I want to smoke me a black and mild. I want to smoke me a joint. I want to see what it's like to be high. I want to stay out all night. I want to go to little parties. I want to I want to get some alcohol in my system and just be drunk because this these are the things my mother doesn't want me to do. So those are some of the mistakes I made as a teenager. And I know a lot of teenagers coming up now. They want to yeah. do everything that their parent tells them not to do. Not Absolutely. because not any really reason behind it. It's just because you said don't do it. So wow. Yep. Wow. And what I love about what you said, um, Tony, is that, you know, as parents, we're thinking that is is the it, you're doing it and you're acting out because of the people that you hang around. Mm-hmm. We're thinking that it's about that because we know you get love in the house. Right. We know you're spoiled to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that you're not getting everything that you want, but you're getting some of the things that you want. Because right. I know, you you know, back in the day, you know, I wasn't able to get you everything. But what I could, that's what I provided for you. And so as parents, we're figuring when you, the slightest little thing that takes place that you're operating in, in rebellion or disobedience, we think that it's because of the people that you're hanging around with. And so you're, you're helping us as moms today to understand and realize that it's not just the it can result in the people that you hang out with but also too it can result in just you the person want just curiosity you know this is something that I want to do and I must say as a parent when I think about it then you know I never would have thought that it was just something that you wanted to do you know it was easier as a parent to blame it on the girl that you hang out with the girl that's coming over to the house I knew it was somebody that girl that I ain't like I knew it was Mm -hmm. And all the while, it had nothing to do, you know, with the chick that was coming to your crib. It was, you know, your own, you know, just having curiosity. You know, I want to know because this looks like fun. Can you say that, you know, in a teenager's eye, a lot of things that we don't approve of just seems like it's fun. Yeah, it's not always peer pressure. It's not always peer pressure. And I feel like you know the child that you raise. You know if they're a leader or a follower. And sometimes it's not just about being a follower. It's just wanting to do it. It's curiosity. It's tempting. I want to feel this I've never felt anything I'm growing I want to see what this is like for myself bump what you said you said don't do it bump you I want to do it (laughs) yeah yeah and you know what I love about this is you know you reap what you sow yes you do yeah 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 what goes around comes right on back around and as you stated in your in your introduction that you have two girls yeah uh uh-huh not one but two girls and so now you get to see for yourself that when a parent sets standards and rules or what have you and not to say that you know we're not some time just too overly protective because we as parents we can do that you know but when you have kids of your own you get to see it yourself and for yourself why rules are placed you know in perspective and why we lay the rules and this is what you're gonna do if you live in my house and not just because you're living in my house but because it's gonna help you you know it's gonna keep you safe if you abide by it you know and so I would say to you 
I am I'm watching you as a young parent. I'm watching you with my granddaughter, whom I just love dearly. I love myself some true, but you are a wonderful mom. You are. I'm telling you, I watch how protective you are over her. I want to say to you, do you think that when it's time for her to start getting the spankings and the punishments or however you see fit that you're going to um, discipline your child? Do you think that you're going to you think she's going to get spankings? You think you're just going to tell her that, listen, go to time out, get in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Or are you going to do what you need to do? I mean, how do you how important is that today? Um, I feel like it's changing. Um, it's 2020 and a lot of things aren't the same as um, back in the day. Back in the day, whoopings were very common and it was like the neighbor could whoop your child and it wasn't a problem with it. Whoopings were very common and I feel like they are necessary. Like especially right now, I'm raising a little one. So uh, she has to know right from wrong. Sometimes the spanking is what she needs to know. Hey, you can't play with the socket. Hey, you can't put that in your mouth. So she'll know, no, you can't do that. But I feel as they get older, yes, they do need discipline. Every every child, every kid needs to be disciplined. But as far as whoopings all of the time, no, sometimes your kid need counseling from you. They don't need to talk to nobody but you. And sometimes it opens your eyes to a lot of things that you didn't know that your child was dealing with when you just sit down and talk to them. Um, sometimes you have to paint a bigger picture and take what they love. It's not always about whoopings it's not always about hitting your child or spanking them sometimes you have to take that that ps5 or that that phone or when you when i was younger you took me off the dance team and that hurt me more than any whooping could have ever hurt me it made me want to do right it made me want to pull my grades up but you just have to learn your child see what you're dealing with um when a spanking is necessary definitely spank them i feel like they don't need to be taken away i just feel like you should no balance between the two between yeah. when you need to discipline your child and how yeah i heard something so powerful in there you said that our kids need to talk with their parents right and i think that they should be able to they should feel that freedom and no matter what it is i should be able to talk to my parents about anything and you do know that even though we give them that lead way and tell them that listen you can tell mama anything but do you think that your kids, your your daughters will come to you with, I mean, because really, in reality, do you honestly think that, that you're going to be the only somebody that they come to and tell what they're dealing with, what they're going through, what's on their heart, you know, what's hard? Even when they have a disagreement with you, do you think that they're going to, even though you say you can come to me and talk to me, do you think that your girls will come to you and tell it to you? I have to. I have to see. Um, I'm gonna definitely open that door for them and let them know. Um, and then if they do decide to talk to me, I'm gonna be transparent. I'm not just gonna make it seem like, well, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. I'm gonna make sure I let them know. Hey, Mama did that too. So if you feel like you know this is something that you don't know how to deal with, I've been there before too. I'm definitely gonna relate to them if they do decide to talk to me. I'm gonna definitely open the door and let them know there's nothing that they cannot talk to me about that I haven't been through. And I'm I'm probably gonna give you the best advice you need. So you need to. Talk to me. I pray they come to talk to me about everything, 
But I know realistically they're probably not going to talk to me about every single thing. Yeah, yeah. And what I heard in that, what was so powerful when you uh, made that statement about um, your children coming to you and talking to you, what I heard in that was you said that you were going to make sure, you know, that you're going to leave that door open for them or what have you. But uh, at the same time that... um, you know, um, even if you don't, it, it, it's okay, but you can come and talk to mama about everything. But I'm going to be transparent. Yeah. That's good. Because some parents are afraid right. to tell their kids their faults and, and their mishaps. You know, they they don't want the kids to know that, you know, I wasn't that type of parent. I ain't get down like that. If I, I'm going to tell you the real. I'm going to tell you, even if it has to be raw, you need to know. And I agree with you. Parent, your parents need to be transparent transparent and we don't have enough of that i believe that that would help out with this you know with in this day and time right with the teens that we're dealing with now i think that they need to know that we have made some of the exact same and i think that's what makes it so you know entertaining you know if 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 you can say that you know girl i did that exact same thing you know, but there are some parents that I'm serious. They're not free enough to even admit that. Right. You know, yeah, I used to I used to drink. I used to smoke. And some of us are still doing that now. You right. know what I'm saying? And but we, we try to present such a perfect picture. Like you've never done it. Yes, yes, yes. And so I agree with you. And that is powerful that we've got to be um, mature enough to um, just be able to. To be truthful with the with the uh, with your child, and just just give it to them whatever it is that they need because God knows they're gonna need it. Right. You know, be as be as transparent as you can with your kids. Well, another question that I want to talk about that I know is big. You know, because everybody say you know everybody needs God, and it, it you know, and we you cannot today or any other time in life. You've got to have Jesus. You got to have His leading. You got to have His word. The essence of Christ. You need Him in everything in every aspect of life but what I want to say to you on today you know when you think about church then and how you know I brought you up versus now and you have two two little ones what is the importance of church today uh, opposed to what you dealt with with church back in the day back in the day church was the setting was different right um it was very boring mm-hmm. and it was you know, kind of hard to keep a child's attention Although I do feel that it is necessary to raise a child up in a church, in a ministry, you know, and just teach them about God because they're they're definitely going to need it in life. Um, They may not realize it. A lot of times I didn't realize how much I needed a lot of the scriptures you instilled in us, teaching us how to pray, just small things I didn't appreciate back then. Um, They definitely come in handy with real life situations now. So it's definitely always necessary to bring your child up in ministry, but it's different. And I feel like now you just have to learn how to keep a child's attention um, and how to grab their attention and actually keep them involved in wanting to learn about God because they need it. Um, But I just feel like it should be more interesting. It should be more fun. Um, and then kids will actually enjoy church settings and ministry and just learn about God. I feel like if it's if it's done the right way and if it's inviting to a child, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I agree. I heard you say something about coaching middle school. And so, you know, you got personalities like crazy up in there. You know, you got all kind of stuff, you know, and being in there and kids being so real and so raw and different ones coming to you telling you because I know there's had there there have been some situations as you have been coaching and so what would you say about and what what are the age groups 
Um, they're 12, 13. Wow. Wow. That's that age, man. You know, and so what is that like dealing with the, that age group? It's, it's different every single day. You never know what to expect. You never know what's going to come out of their mouth, and you never know what kind of mood they're going to be in. Um, they're kids. They have good days. They have bad days. A lot of times they, they do want to talk, and they feel like I am the person that they're going to talk to. I never know what they want to talk about. Sometimes they, they throw me off. Do you have to apply some of the things that you learned I do. back in the day, you know, as, as it relates to scripture mm-hmm. to encourage them and, and to keep your atmosphere straight and that they do understand that you can come to me, but um, I'm still the instructor. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've had to apply some of that as well. I have. And you have you seen it, you know, work. You've, you Have you seen it, you know, be a good tool Yeah. for the for the children? Definitely. Especially at that age, 12. Yeah, at that age. So how do you relay it to a 12 and 13 year old? How do you get the scripture out? Because sometimes we just have to be what we know. You know, a lot of times talking it is one thing, but sometimes if we talk about love, you have to, like you said, you have to just show them the love or what have you. How do you relay it to a 12 year old, a 13 year old, what you know in the word of God? How, how do you apply that into the hearings of that age group girl? Um, basically, I just don't make it. I don't overdo it. Yeah. I don't put too much in it about God. I do instill the word into the, the kids that I'm dealing with. I just don't overdo it because I know they'll be like, oh, here she go preaching to us. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I let them know like, hey, um, the reason that you're here today is because God woke you up today. You know what I'm saying? God made you this fearless little girl and you're growing every single day. Oh, you should love everything good. that God yeah. made about you. You're beautiful the way God made you. Things that like so that. Good. I don't just yes. overdo them with God, God, God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. kind of like introduce it, you know, I bit introduce by bit. It, yeah. yeah, and then I still relate to them and what they want to talk about. And yeah. but I always let them know God made you who you are and embrace who you are and yes. love who you are because at that age they don't know they don't know who they are yet. They're trying to find themselves. It's a lot that they're dealing with peer pressure. You better say that. Yeah, it's a lot. So I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you. Listen, Thank you, mom. And I love pretty moms. You know I love pretty mom because I have some pieces myself. And so what I want you to do is tell our listening audience about your clothing line, Pretty Moms. Let us know something about Pretty Moms. My clothing line, um, basically, I started it because I was at a low point when I was pregnant um, with my first one. Um, I just was going through life. Um, It was something I had never experienced. Being pregnant is a lot. Um, My body went through a lot of changes, um, and I didn't see it coming. I didn't know what to do with a lot of changes I went through. Um, and I felt ugly. I felt like I was getting fat. I felt like nobody, you know, would want me and things like that. Just self-esteem issues that I felt. Um, I felt like pretty moms was something to uplift women because I know I wasn't the only woman dealing with that. And being pregnant, you know, you go through a lot of emotions, yes, a lot of emotions. Yeah. So yeah, I just yeah. wanted to uplift pregnant moms, moms yeah. that are that have just, you know, postpartum issues. Moms that have been a mom for a while and you still have that baby fat lingering. You have those stretch marks, some stuff you just can't get rid of. Right. And I just wanted to make sure that moms remember who they are. You better say that. And that that never changes. Like even on a a bad day, you throw on you some pretty mom gear. Hello. And remember, I'm still that same powerful, fearless woman before these kids, after these kids. Period. 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 (laughs) So that's what my brand is about. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I can dig that. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find us again on Facebook. I have a 
Um, I have a business page. It's called Pretty Moms. You can follow that page and you'll be updated with all the hottest, the hottest bags, the hottest clothing, summer clothes. Not the hottest. The hottest, the hottest for the moms. It's for them. It's about the moms. Well, there you have it. Listen, and I listen. I have I've purchased some things myself and and I can tell you that yeah it's dope. Her line is dope, so you might want to check it out. Ain't no might in it. Just check it out. Yeah, check it, check, 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 check it out. <laughs> check it out. Well listen, Tony, I want you to tell our young listening viewers, just give us three at the top of the list, the top of the list. What would be the three things that you would tell our young viewers that would be most important in today's uh, world, in, in today's time, 2020? And, you know, we're over in 2021 now. What will be some of the things that you would feel would be important for them, you know, and to look out for in 2021? Um, I would just say to never be afraid. Um, live, learn from all of your mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. You can't run away from them. Even if you feel like you have everything planned out, it's never going to go as planned. Continue to go. Continue to go with the flow. Don't let anything knock you down. Never be afraid of growth. Never That's be good. afraid of taking another step or picking yourself back up when you fall down. Um, we all fall down. It's, it's life. It happens. Yes. Um, and it's a lot going on out here in this world. I would say stay rooted in God. Yes. Keep a prayer life. Keep a relationship with God. Preach. That's very important. Preach, preacher. And just be who you are. Always remember who you are. Yes, yes, yes. Never I, forget. I agree. I agree 100. Well, listen, you heard it today on Bloodball the podcast. Listen, I had my youngest in the house with us today, and I know you were blessed. I know you were blessed. And and listen, I want to say, I want to add to what she said. I want to speak life into your hearings on t- today. She said she mentioned about fear and a lot of things will just cause you to be afraid. You know, some of your choices and spe- especially stepping out into venturing, you know, out and doing something that you've never done before. She said, don't be afraid. So on today, I declare that fear is under the blood of Jesus and you are what God says you are. What are you? blessed and highly favored you have heard it today on blood bought the podcast god bless and take care blood bought the podcast right now is powered by pro studio Turning it around is what we have discussed today in our powerful discussion with Tony Chanel. And I thank you so much for being my special guest on today. Listen, if God did it for me and mine, he can definitely do it for you and yours. Amen. There is absolutely nothing too hard for our God. What's impossible with man is possible with God. Blood bought the podcast is now on Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. That's exactly what I said. Amazon, iHeartRadio, and we're on Pandora. Check it out. Listen, next time you tune in with us and click the button, always remember, invite other listeners. And until we meet again, never forget that God can turn it around. All things will work together for your good. Thank you for listening to Bloodbot the podcast. Download and subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast.